Hey, Merry Christmas times, everyone, and happy holidays. Tis the season. Uh, this week, Mel and I are discussing uh, The Mothman Prophecies, 2002, starring Richard Gere and Laura Linney. And this is a pretty short episode. And to be honest with you, we recorded this episode a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and it turns out it was a Christmas movie. I didn't really, that was kind of unintentional. I didn't even pick it as a Christmas movie. Uh, all month, we're going to be, all December, we're going to be doing a Christmas set, Christmas themed horror. So, yeah. So it was a, a happy coincidence. Um, but yes, we do discuss Mothman Prophecies. We also discuss several other movies. Uh, Melissa discusses Knife Corp from 2021. Uh, Haxon from 1922, highly recommended from Melissa, and I discussed 1981's Possession. Yeah, like I said, this is a short little episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it, um, and we hope you are enjoying your Christmas time holiday season. <laughs> um, yeah, this one's on time. Can you believe it? Holy shit. Uh, this is Forsaken Cinema, episode 72. Forsaken Cinema. Forskin Cinema. No. It's <laughs> not. Is it? It's not Forskin Cinema. This is not Forskin Cinema. So if that's what you thought this was, you're on the wrong <laughs> That podcast. joke was made like the first episode, I think. Yes. Yep. Bringing and it back. Bringing it back. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to our show. I am your host, Chuck. And I'm your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed you are, and this is the weekly, mm -hmm. sometimes weekly, mostly weekly. <laughs> mostly weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss horror movies from every subgenre, era, country, galaxy, you're, you're universe. That. You get the point. Etc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. How is your week go? Or how how are you how are you doing? Wow, person over of, there. A lot of questions. <laughs> What well, movies did you watch? All right. Well, things are well. Thank you for asking. Uneventful, as per usual. Uneventful. Mm, yep. And I watched a couple <laughs> things, but, you know, we'll talk about them. I'll talk about them right now. <laughs> okay. So, I did watch the first episode of the new Dexter, Dexter New Blood, episode one. Did you guys get to watch it yet? I know no, Amanda loves Dexter. No, we're going to watch it next week. We're going to okay. get, we got to get showtime. Yes, it is showtime. Well, the first episode is always free for some reason. So, are you all right over there? Yeah, I'm trying to get my chair moved up. There we go. Ah, struggling. Anyways, so... It is a struggle. I won't talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil it, but Dexter, 10 years later, obviously, it's considered a completely new series instead of another season. Uh, so, Dex is, like, living off the land, log cabin, animals, and all this stuff. All this bullshit. And Deb's, <laughs> like, his ghost conscience, as everybody knows. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. That's like been in all the trailers and shit. Oh, I haven't. Wa I don't watch trailers. I don't usually either. But anyways, so meh, I guess I'm okay with that. Deb did grow on me over time. So instead of his dad, yeah, Harry's it's now not back at Deb. Okay. Uh, visually, it's pleasant. There's like nice snow-covered scenery. Cinematography's not bad. So based on episode one, the soundtrack is pretty fun. A lot of songs from the 70s, 80s. Oh, that's cool. But uh, 
It is like a but, weird. Well, it's the first episode, so you're getting acquainted. But it's like a weird little town. And everyone knows everyone, and Dexter's like way too friendly, which freaks me out. But also, I just have to say, there's line dancing at the local bar. Okay. But the problem for me is they were line dancing to Blondie's Heart of Class. That's very strange. Yes. Okay. Very strange. <laughs> so that's all I'm gonna say so far. Episode one. Did it upset you? That I was, you know. <laughs> It was, it was like start confusing. raging out and like throwing stuff at the TV. No, but I was just like, what is <laughs> happening here? We just line dance to anything. You don't line dance to Blondie. So anyways, first episode, <laughs> good start. We'll see where we go. Okay. So, so you recommend it? So, well, it's only one episode. I say you should yeah, watch it. Try it true, out yeah. for yourself. So yes. Try it out for yourself. Yes. Do you do that? <laughs> you try that out. I will. I'll and try it all out. I watched two movies. I watched 2021's uh, Knife Corp. Knife, Knife Corp. Corp. On Amazon Prime. So high school senior Wally Banks is selling knives door to door and gets trapped in a man's house with a dark secret and must escape before it's too late. Knife Corp. So, yes, Knife Corp. So the recluse man with a dark secret is played by Kane Hodder. So Ooh. Jason Voorhees, uh, for people who don't know. It's a Shudder movie? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. It's not on Shudder, but uh, Wally's mom is played by Felisa. Is he say Felisa or Felissa? Felisa? Rose. Felicia? No, it's Felissa Rose. Oh, Felissa Rose, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You know, Sleepaway Camp. Oh. So it's, you know, you know. Yeah. So it's a cheesy, low-budget horror comedy that has no right to be as fun as it turned out to be. Really? Seriously, I was shocked. Whenever I see Kane Hodder and Felissa Rose in movies now, you're I'm like, oh, like, it's low. Yeah, it's gonna be all right. Not, not that they're not fantastic people, but no, the, by no means is this movie great. It's they're definitely if you're looking for in on yeah, their, their if you're looking for a solid movie that makes complete sense, this is definitely not for you. But if you are a big Kane Hodder fan and like some cheesy goofiness. This is definitely by the Knife Corp knife okay. set. It's solid. Uh, there are some laughable graphics where this girl falls through a window, but it definitely kind of adds to the kookiness of the movie. Wait, bad, like bad CGI? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was just like, wait. <laughs> it made me chuckle. But anyways, this is like a weird, fun but little movie. But did it movie. make you chortle? Oh, um, chortle. <laughs> I chortled. You chuckled and chortled? I don't know. Chortle sounds inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Go get chortled. I chortled earlier today. <laughs> you know. I like to chortle on the weekends. Yes, there's lots of chortling that yeah. happens on the weekends. <laughs> we're weekend chortlers. <laughs> right. You guys didn't know, word of the day is chortle. Chortle, which try does, to work, now it's starting to, to sound wrong yeah. to me. Let's start working it into like every conversation we have this episode. <laughs> so anyways, if you want some goofy, not seriousness, with some, la- like some good funny moments, like, you know, check this out. Buy the Knife Corp knife set. Knife Corp Night Set. Knife Set. Knife Set. Oh, is that your is that your yes. pun, pun line? Chortle okay. it. Chortle, chortle it. <laughs> and the second Knife Corp sounds like Night Court. Remember yes. that show? Uh, I do remember the show, too, but I never watched it. You're too young. Yes, uh, my it parents was before my that. time. I remember watching it as a kid and like loving it. But really? Anyway, yeah. Some guy that was on that show like died not long ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, one of the main guys did. Yeah, he did. He did. Mm. I don't remember his nothing name. to chortle about. No, nothing. Death is nothing to chortle at. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the second movie that I watched is called Haxan, H A X A N. And there's like a little oh, umlaut yeah, yeah, yeah. thingy over the X. Is that an umlaut two dots? Umlaut, yep. Yes. Umlaut. So Haxan? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, that's the Swedish, it's like a Swedish film. It's, that's like pretty much 
the word for witch or whatever. I don't okay. know. So it's from 1922. Oh, freaking wow. Freaking 100 years ago. Wow. So this is like part history lesson followed by reenactments with actors. This film depicts the history of witchcraft from its earliest days through to the present day. In this case, 1922 or thereabouts. Wait, so is this... I'm confused. Is this like a documentary? It's like a mockumentary. It's like the first ever mockumentary ever made. Oh, so this was made in 1922. Yes. Okay, because I start, you, you started talking and it made it sound like this was a documentary about a movie made in 1922. No, no. This so is this like is a the mocu- documentary made, made in 1922 really? about witchcraft, the hysteria of witchcraft in the medieval ages and the Oh, that's cool. Modern, dude, amazing. It's good? This like... <laughs> Is like the film that must be among the first to use reenactments as a visual narrative tool. Um, so it's like from pagan worship to satanic rites to hysteria. This film takes you on a journey through the ages with highly effective visual sequences. Oh. From 1922. My God. I gotta watch I've this. I've never seen something really? like this. Where'd so, you watch it? Uh, HBO Max, but I had to like search for it. Like okay. I had to like really go. So this is like one of like Guillermo del Toro's like favorite movies. Really? The Norwegian death metal band used the shot from this movie as an album cover. Uh, Mayhem is the band. Oh, dude. Well made. Shocking. Thought provoking, especially for the time. And it's like not like serious. There's a lot of like comedy in uh-huh. it, actually. Like, oh, so the first 15 minutes depict witches in medieval Europe through a series of old drawn pictures. And that's incredibly fascinating. This is a silent film, so you have like that pleasant and like somewhat dramatic music. Oh, it's so, a silent yeah, film too. Yeah, so a lot of reading. Okay. But it's so stunning, and the, the visuals are disturbing at times. And dude, I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, There's damn. nothing like I've never seen anything like oh, this. I'm watching this tonight. Uh, Amanda won't like this. No, she won't. But also, oh, she's working tonight. This is like one of those movies where you can't be on your phone. It is a little long. It's right, like an yeah, hour yeah, and forty-five minutes. Everything. Yes, but it's like totally worth it. And. So, fun facts. The Swedish film censors required numerous cuts in the film before authorizing its release. Among the censor scenes were the close-up of the fingers being removed from the hangman's hand, the trampling of the cross in the witch's Sabbath scene, the shot of an oozing infant held over a cooking pot, Oh my God. A close-up of a woman's face while she is on a torture rack. Close-ups of several instruments of torture being employed. And a shot of a demon embracing a nude woman. And all these shots have since been restored to the film. So I saw them. Oh, so them. you saw all of them. Oh my okay. God. I was going to say, that sounds like all the best stuff. So seriously, I don't think I've seen anything like this. It's so hard to describe. But man, I think it is a must-watch before you die film for really? me. Like I think everyone should see it. I think you might find it a little boring at first, but I just th- visually, it's... Okay. It's insane to me that this was like a hundred years ago that they did these. Yeah, like, that's, things. that's that's nuts. That's blowing my mind. That and there's like humor in it too. Like you can't take it too seriously because there's like shots of like, they like say like people believe that the witches like kiss the demons like butt and there's like <laughs> shots of them like this like whimsical and the demons are so funny looking. They look great, but they're also like wagging their tongues and just like uh-huh. doing like, I'll come here with their hands and it's great. <laughs> Uh, I will definitely watch this. I definitely think everyone should watch it. Haxan. H-A-X-A-N. Don't forget the umlauts. Umlaut. 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 There's a T at the end of that. Sure. You like yest. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like the word yes has a T at the end. So, yest. yest. I highly recommend this. It's so visually striking and bizarre and just amazing. I just can't believe that's crazy i don't even know how i came across it i was just like searching like yeah that was gonna be my next question like where did you hear about this movie i've never heard of it uh i just saw i came across it i was like like searching like yeah okay it was like one of those uh 1001 films you have to watch before you die oh really yeah it was recommended so Ah, okay very cool anyways so that is it for what i've watched i'll talk about what i read in a bit and 
I'm how about pulling, you, bud? I'm how you feeling? I'm out with these pliers. Yes, that would make great for like How a, am I feeling? Yeah, and how you doing? And what well, you watch? I'm feeling like a dried out piece of toast. Because like, <laughs> much like last episode, I got tr- drunk again last I night. I knew it. I was uh, like, why are you texting me? Yeah, I yeah, gonna... yeah. I was like, eh, Mothman prophecies, which we're doing today. Uh, but yeah, I, I lost track. I was watching a hockey game and I was getting really, really I actually turned it off in the third period. off so. at the Flyers. I was so mad. And that kind of fueled more drinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and yeah. I like, I was even on this, uh, I was telling you, I'm on that, like this Reddit forum um, where, you know, it's like the people like live yeah. that talk about the game and stuff. And I was like, it's <laughs> cursing at people. People know how shit. Reddit works. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was, yeah, I was something else last night. Well, because also it's so early in the season. Like we don't need to be like straight negative Nancy's yet. Like no. that guy who's like, the team's over and it sucks. Yeah. And fire everybody. Fire the coaches and bring and, up the new players. Like, and Drew should strip here. the captaincy. And oh, yeah. That's they always say stuff bullshit. like that. Yeah. Drew is, is just as good as he ever was. Um Wow, so I'm not going to sit here and talk about hockey. It's just, it was an infuriating game that we won on paper and that, like, we should have won. Just like, yeah. It you know, we just, just play, we always play down to the shit teams. Get the fucking puck in the net. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so that was fun. So I'm feeling a little blah, but my brain is working, I think, better than it was last episode. We shall see. Yeah. Um, no chortling about it. No ch- <laughs> chortle. Um, I watched a movie, so I've been <gasps> no. going. Yeah, uh, yeah, a movie. My goodness! Can you believe it? Um, I watched a movie because so I've been I'm still on my uh, on my video nasties kind of adventure, like yeah. still learning about it and stuff, and watching um, a bunch of the movies on the list that I haven't seen. And I noticed that this movie was on there, and I was like, "Whoa, that's on there!" I've been trying to watch this movie for years. Wow! I, I heard about Tell it. I heard more. about it years ago. It's a movie called Possession from 1981, starring Sam Neill. It's one of his first movies. Sam I think. Neill. Sam Neill. What did you say? Sam Neill. Did I say Sam? <laughs> I Neill? think you did. Sam Neill. That's Sam Neill. Is that 1981? It is 1981. Go on. Tell uh, us more. Yeah, I've been trying to find this movie for forever, and I, it, you can't. You can't no, buy it. Like, no. well, yeah, you can get a Blu-ray, but if you want, you're gonna pay like 500 bucks for it. Yeah, you it's, don't even know if you're gonna like it. It's a very rare movie, um, but they're streaming. I found it streaming on this site, uh, this New York City theater. Ooh. Like, web, they have this website or whatever. You watch movies that they're showing, mm-hmm. and I found it. Uh, and you have to you have to subscribe. It's yep. like five bucks a Words month. Words are hard. Words are hard. Can't talk. Um, I subscribed to it for like five bucks and they're showing it until like the end of November. Oh, that's cool. What uh, a coincidence. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, so I had to, I had to like hop on it. Yeah. You had to have I it. Finally watched it. Um, so the synopsis, a woman starts exhibiting increasingly disturbing behavior after asking her husband for a divorce. Suspicions of infidelity soon give way to something much more sinister Oh and no. much more gross and much more fucking weird. Um, so basically Sam Neill works for some like special like company. I don't know. I couldn't, it, there was like, I don't know, some type of like CIA type thing. They're mm-hmm. in, they're in France Oh, and he works for this, oui. he either works for the government or he works for a company that does something with the government, but it's all secretive and stuff. And he had to be gone for a long period of time. I did not pick up on how long he had been gone, but he'd yeah. been gone for a while and he had a wife and son. And he comes home. Forget about them. Yeah, he comes home finally after a long period of time. I'm guessing over a year. He's been gone 
Mm-hmm. And he comes home and he finds his wife who is uh, sl- slowly lo- losing her mind, basically. And she's been cheating on him. Ooh. And uh, she's been kind of like neglecting their son. What a Jezebel. And she's like, like I said, she's like slowly going insane. She's mm-hmm. showing all these signs that she's like not okay. And uh, throughout the movie, she kind of breaks down and breaks down. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, she's she's losing it. And then towards the middle of the movie... You find out why, and you find out what's happening. Um, I this, wonder if she's possessed. Y- well, yes, but it's 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 more than that. I'll get to it. But the movie is possession. Yes. So she must be. She, she is being possessed. <laughs> um, so this movie is wild and weird and wonderful. Wow! I absolutely loved it. Um, it's very very artsy, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of themes and deep things like being being explored there's a lot of stuff about relationships and love and infidelity um but a lot of other deeper stuff more poetic stuff too that like i was kind of too dumb to like say anything about yeah um about like faith and about like other stuff um i went on letterbox to like read reviews mm-hmm. and people wrote like poetry about this movie really? and like novels about this movie this movie is very very deep to a point where, like, I'm not even going to try to, like, you know, say anything about it. Because, like I said, I'm dumb. I, I picked up on it. Dumb. But I, I don't know how to articulate, like, a lot of the stuff that it was saying. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm just, like I said, I'm not. This movie is is v- extraordinarily smart movie. And, like I said, very well written. Dialogue is very crazy and deep and meaningful. So, um. Yeah, it, it deserves all of the all of the poetry and, and stuff written about it. It's a very good movie. Um, but yeah, it went over my head. A lot of stuff went mm-hmm. over my head. I was like, I, I, I don't know what you're trying to say here. <laughs> I know it's something, but uh, I'm just a dummy. Um, it's also super intense. Uh, the first half, Sam Neill comes home. The her- first half is basically like them screaming in each other's faces. Uh, to the point where uh, there was a point where I was like, okay, like this is getting a little exhausting. Like, and, and it is very emotional. Um, and it's very, it feels like a very real thing that happens. Mm-hmm. But at, at one point you just, I got kind of tired of it. I was like, okay, can we, Yeah. can we move on? Like there's something else happening. And then it slowly starts to unfold and you figure everything out. Um, but yeah, Sam Neill is like, it, it's, it is very emotional. Sam Neill is like deeply hurt that his wife has done this to him. Um, and she's, uh-huh. she's going crazy. Uh, the acting is superb in this movie. It almost feels like stage acting because they're delivering their lines very quickly and they're being there. The acting is very robust and like very loud and like big and like attention grabbing, which adds to like the yeah. intensity and it's just this fucking intense movie. Um, and like I said, uh, there's a scene where, um, so Isabella, Isabel Ajani. Um, there's a scene in a subway where what about she's. Her vagina? <laughs> Isabel <laughs> Angina. Aj- Ajani. Um, there's a scene in a subway where she is completely like having a mental mm-hmm. breakdown. Um, and you find out it's not exactly a mental breakdown, and it kind of is. She's losing her mind and she's flailing all over the subway, her, acting her ass off. She's, yeah. she's 
full batshit crazy. Was she chortling? She was. Oh. There were parts where she was laughing and crying and screaming and delivering ah, all these lines. A and like she's like she has this bag full of groceries, mm. she starts slamming it against the wall and just losing Man. it. And it was so intense and you're like, holy shit. Um but yeah, great acting the entire movie, especially from her. Um yeah. Uh, when we start to see what exactly is happening to the wife, though, so right around the halfway through the movie, you start to uh, it starts to unfold, and like you see what's going on, and not to spoil it, but it's from 1981, and it's kind of if you watch the trailers and you see like pictures of the movie and like mm -hmm. even the cover of the movie, like it's kind of telling what's happening. She's cheating on her husband. Yes. But she's cheating on her husband with like this tentacled demon yes. monster thing. Who doesn't want to do that? Oh, it's, it's very upsetting at parts. Um, I mean, I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. Yeah, well, it's straight <laughs> up that. And the, I think it's a demon. Like I said, I, I got lost at certain points. I was like, I don't know. I think it's supposed to represent something, like mm -hmm. something bad. Like, hey, this is what, this is infidelity. And this is possession. Yeah. And this is like, you know, all the bad things. So like... You find that out and it like can control her mind and it's slowly seeping into her mind and like eventually it starts to get into Sam Neill's mind and like I, I won't even go into the whole ending and what happens because you really just have to see it and like yeah. experience it. I'm not going to sit here and try to d even describe it because it's so crazy and weird um, and interesting. But I do highly, highly recommend this movie if you can uh, if you can get to it. Um, I would definitely give it a watch. I recommend that you let the movie possession possess your <laughs> next movie night. <laughs> oh, I chortle. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene, dude, there's a scene where, and again, not to spoil it, but like it's, it's kind of obvious what's going on. Um, even in some of the synopsises you read, uh, there's a point where there, she is full on taking it by this tentacle monster thing. And it is hard to watch yeah but he can reach places <laughs> oh, you know God, sam neil can't so nasty at, all at the same time yeah sam neil's like watching it happen and i was like oh my god wow very crazy ass movie and the monster thing looks super freaky weird so very cool design of the monster okay. i will say that you don't get to see them i would have liked to have seen more of the monster but that's not really the point of this movie um this movie is definitely a straight up horror movie, but it felt uh, honestly, it felt more like a drama to me than a horror movie. But that's my take. Oh wow, look at that tentacle monster. Yeah, you see it? Ugh, it's so weird. It's even weirder when it's like standing up. There's a scene where it's like standing yeah. in a corner and this guy's just staring at it. And he's like, What the fuck is this thing? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow indeed. Wow, wow, wow. Recommend. Cool. That's all. Just the one movie. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Sorry. I watched a lot of hockey this week. I mean, so did I. That dang. was the only one I got around to. All right. Well. Oh, well, that's not true. I watched Hellraiser 2. Again? <laughs> Again? It's such a good one. It's the best I one. love that movie. I watched it the other day. It's start to finish. There's really no. Sorry, not like, sorry. Yeah. There's really no debating that that is like better than the first one. Oh, for sure. It's definitely the best well, one. No, I think so. I've said it. I think I said it. We did Hellraiser on like our third yeah. or fourth episode. Uh I'll say what I said back then. Hellraiser, the original, is the better movie. Mm -hmm. Hellraiser 2 
is just way more entertaining. Exactly. Yeah, Hellraiser. That's why I like it so much it's, more. It's a, because it's, the original, yeah. the first one is good, but it can be a little boring compared to the second one. So much happens yeah, in the, the first second one. one. Was more, the first one was more like yeah. atmospheric and scary. No, they're both and great. Like, you they're know, both great, but, but I just, two yeah. is just bonkers. <laughs> and I love it. The Doctor it. is in. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Uh, it doesn't make any sense it at all. It does not have to. Just let it into yeah, your heart. Yeah, don't even give a shit. <laughs> I'll, watch, I'll watch it. Okay, and well. All, all the times. I will welcome everyone into the book club. Ooh, welcome to Mel's book, book club. club. All right, here we go. I've read Babysitter Bloodbath Ooh. 2020, nice. written by Regina Watts. It's created by the book company uh, Puppet Combo. Actually, it might be like a book video game company. So this is first in a VHS terror book series. And book number two is Nun Massacre, Nun Massacre, which I'm reading Nun right Massacre. now. Yes, which I'm reading right now. So that we'll sounds, talk about that next episode. It sounds fun. <laughs> so this is the first novelization in Puppet Combo. Kill those nuns. <laughs> VH, VHS terror series Babysitter Bloodbath puts you right in the middle of a classics 80s slasher so sarah has been feeling happy in her quiet washington suburb and tonight is a big chance for her a lengthy babysitting gig and a chance to be alone with her new hunky guy jack, Ooh, jack. hunky boy hunky boy <laughs> not my hunky boys <laughs> wow that had psycho gourmet was coming up every episode for a and while now, and yeah. now it's yeah, well now it's back it faded but it's back now well i'm probably gonna watch it later because i've been in the mood so really yeah maybe i'll watch too wow twinsies no i'm gonna watch that hexen movie okay with any luck this will shape up to be a great night for her unfortunately that luck has already run out a brutal atrocity happened 22 years ago in the very same neighborhood completely forgotten by the small town but not forgotten by the monster who committed it neocolis which is an awful name neocolis burr neocolis that's his name Okay. Neocolos, Burr, <laughs> it's not Nicholas, that's for sure. We'll be violently Is it rel- Neocolos? Neocolos. <laughs> Neocolos. <laughs> okay. Oh, quit your chortling. Uh, 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 I'll chortle when I want to. <laughs> so he will be violently. I'll chortle all over this place. <laughs> chortle. Oh, God, thank you. Will be violently released from his long stay in Monroe State Hospital, and Sarah will finally get to meet the long forgotten horror of her town's past. So. I knew I was going to like this when I saw a one-star rating on Amazon because of the gore and death. You know how kids are sometimes off limits in some slashers? Uh Well, not in this one. Oh, boy. Kids? Babies? (laughs) Babies? Dude. Really? One baby, yeah. When they do, like, they're talking about what the the killer did in his past. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, okay. So it doesn't actually happen. He kills his whole family. That doesn't happen in the book. Oh, no, it does. Okay. They describe it. No, but I mean, in the story, does it happen? No, it's They're just talking about the past. The prologue. Okay. They they do it like it's current. Oh, man. But then, they oh, describe man. the baby killing. Oh boy! Jeez, oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like watching babies die in movies. Well, it's you're not watching. You're Kids reading. totally fine with. For babies. the record, it's only one baby. Eh. You know. <laughs> this Ugh. book was so much fucking fun. Okay. Uh, it was given like a bit of Halloween vibes and Scream Two, the standard cliches and the nearly superhuman killer. Scream Two or Scream Also? Scream as well. Okay. <laughs> so well. Babysitter Bloodbath is not thought provoking, but you'll find yourself enjoying the easy wild ride where a babysitter is being stalked by a merciless maniac who leaves a bloodbath in his wake. Wow. 100%. So straight up slasher. Yes. That's cool. It's just a, like a slasher 80s horror film in a book. Cool. So it's that's why it's called the VHS Terror uh, Series. Okay. So the next one is about nuns. Okay. Apparently, so... That sounds like fun. So it's like just a fun little read, nothing serious, but definitely recommend if you just Is this just a newer want, book? It's 2020. Okay. If you want some fun and you don't want to, you know, 
Like, because I just read Ararat, too, so. Ararat. Which I'm not going to talk about because you talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Did you like it? It was too long. Yes. But that's I, I did said. like that's it. I thought I it was great. And I agree with everything you said. It's too long. I don't care about the couple stuff. They no. described how cold it was a million Is times. Is that right? It was like every other <laughs> thing. Like, Dude, can you stop, please? The deaths were great, like you said. Yeah. There was a lot of good stuff in it, but like he just should narrow it a little bit more. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But it should have if Yeah. That book should have been probably about as half as long yeah, as it, it should have been. It could have been like a short yeah, yeah, story. It could have been a long, short story. I yeah, agree. Yeah. So anyways... Ararat, okay, fine. Check it out. Babysitter Bloodbath, read it. Read it now. Yes. All right. Thanks for coming to my book club. <laughs> this has been another installment <laughs> of Mel's book, book club. club. Ah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll make a draw for that. Mm, nah. Nah. Uh, is that it? That's it. Wow, we were cruising. Let's talk about the Mothman prophecies. If we must. After this quick link link, link. i was a commercial <laughs> break but they're not yeah. it's not a commercial uh yeah we're gonna take a break links and, and then <laughs> we here at forsaken cinema want to thank you for listening we wouldn't be able to do this without you so we would love to hear from you drop us a line send us a suggestion let us know how we're doing you can reach us on facebook and instagram at forsaken cinema on twitter at cinema forsaken through email, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to episodes of Forsaken Cinema wherever you find your podcast. While you're there, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the episode. I don't like what you're doing. All right. I'm <laughs> <This is laughs> just singing you a song. Please oh, don't. I gotta turn this up. This is the trailer for the Mothman Prophecies. <laughs> A chortle. A chortle. She chortled. Sorta. They tried to chortle in the closet. That, yeah, yeah right there. Closet space. I, 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 I seen the movie. They want. were gonna chortle all over that closet. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the noises aren't as annoying in the trailer. <laughs> okay. You didn't see it. Me break dancing. Wait. That song is in the movie Snatch, which I think came out also in 2002. I've got no memory. Past few months. Yeah, it is. Same song. Reporting strange things. Weird likes. Strange phone calls. Hello? Who is this? What are you doing when someone comes into your office and tells you they saw this in their backyard? My wife saw something. Okay, pictures. Melissa has left. Like I'm not this. sure what's going on. She's running towards the door. You know what that is? With the bag. One day I started hearing voices. The voices became messages. It was right here. All I I'm listening to this trailer two. alone. Melissa yeah. has left the building. I met him. Oh, here she, met him. she came back. Said, she's it, she's back in the building. <laughs> I knew Meatball was about to bark. Huh? He's just introducing me because I walked back in the room. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put something on my porch. <laughs> I was narrating the whole thing. <laughs> it's a prediction. Something terrible's gonna happen. Oh, the trailer's still going. <laughs> yeah. Long as the movie, huh? Yeah. Earthquakes are going to happen. Oh, People my. You know love are going to die. No matter what Better not. Tells you. You're frightened right now, aren't you? There's nothing you can do about it. And there's nothing you can do about it. I can stop this. 
stop these nuts. <laughs> phones will ring. Oh no, not the phones. Okay. Wait, it's not over yet? Nope. Oh, what an <laughs> abrupt ending. <laughs> I shall read you this synopsis. Yes, slap our eye sockets red with this synopsis. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> a reporter is drawn to a small West Virginia town to investigate a series of strange events, including psychic vis visions, blah, 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 visions, and the appearance of bizarre entities. Mm. Bizarre indeed. Bizarre indeed. Uh, this was directed by Mark Pellington and written by Richard Haddam and or Hadam, not sure how to say that. And it was based on a novel by mm -hmm. John A. Keel yep. about events that actually happened on the Silver. Mm -hmm. What's the Silver? Silver Bridge. Yeah. What's the name of the bridge? I don't know. Your mom. It it is my mom, actually. Wow. Point Pleasant. What? what is I don't think it matters. It does to me. All right, never mind. Okay. Um, and it stars Richard Gere, gerbil-loving Richard Gere. Dumb Dave, looking at his face. David Eigenberg. You know about that whole gerbil thing with him? No, is that Richard Gere? No, it's Richard not. Gere. Yeah. Is it Richard Gere? Yeah. Sylv was... Sylvester Stallone started some oh, allegedly started know, some rumor that Richard Gere liked to put gerbils up his butt. Did we talk about a movie like, with him in it before? Because you mentioned this on the pod. I have. Yes. Are you sure? Yes, positive. Because I was like, "What the fuck?" What movie have we? Maybe it was something you watched that he was in. I don't know, or something I, I watched that he was in. I haven't watched a Richard Gere movie. But you mentioned it before. Is it Richard Gere though? Is he the gerbil guy? Yeah. I'm, I don't want to know. I'm almost positive. I, I'm not going to Google that. Okay, I will. Uh, Bob Tracy, Ron Emanuel, Deborah Messing, um, Tom Stoviak. Yvonne Erickson, Scott Nunnally, Harris McKenzie, Will Patton, love Will Patton. Mm -hmm. um, Lucinda Jenny, Laura Linney, also love Laura Linney. Mm -hmm. Tom Tully, oh, we're going to fight. There's nothing to fight about. Oh, Just okay. okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Just, you know. I'm in love with that woman. All right. Shane Callahan, Nesbitt, Blaisdale, Dan Callahan, Christian Frame, Ron Thomas. Rob Thomas. Ron Thomas. That's, That's a weird so way to spell Ron. There's an H in there. Ron. Rohan. Ron. Ron. Ron Thomas. Oh, boy, that makes me chortle <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the chortling is getting out of control. I'm done. You're done chortling or you're done news naming things? anchor bellhop yeah. man on bridge. Forget about it. All right, initial thoughts. You get to go first. Okay, well. I remember watching this movie growing up. Yes. I remember liking this movie growing up. A lot, up. yep. But let me say, like we were talking about through text yesterday, <laughs> yeah. this show kind of ruins movies for it us. Does. Because when we watch it and we're like, we're like, okay, wow. Yeah, because you got to get analytical and write stuff down and really like judge it. I didn't really it. have to think too much about it. Like there's still some good stuff here in this movie. There's some dark moodiness that makes you feel like you're watching like an extra long episode of X-Files sometimes, but mm, without yeah. those babes, Mulder and Scully. <laughs> Because Richard Gere is not a babe. But this movie is goofy. <laughs> it's a little goofy. It's too fucking long. Way so too long. long. It felt like it was forever. I'm and there was just some things that we didn't even need to know or yeah. see. They just cut it out. Yeah. I actually am going to be saying something very, very similar. Yes, I agree with you 100%. There are things that like... Anyway... Like, I understand people still like this movie, especially for nostalgic reasons. But for me, I don't think I'm going to watch it and again anytime soon. I'm going to need a long yeah. break, especially since this movie's so long <laughs> and feels even longer. It is pretty long. Sorry. That's just how I feel. 
But those are my initial thoughts. Man, okay. Just the movie is just not the same for me. Yeah, I understand. Um, first of all, this movie feels very 2002. Oh, dude. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely a better movie than, say, like House on Haunted Hill mm-hmm. and like uh, the remake and the, yeah, yeah. the uh, 13 Ghosts remake. And like, it, it's a better movie than those, but like. Uh, not in terms of entertainment, yes, but like a, be- a better, a, a better made movie. Yeah, quality, I guess. But it still has those same aesthetics, like yes. with the with the opening credits and the music. Oh they yeah, use I put that on the things like, that I like. Yeah. Yeah. So I still I still really enjoy that. Um, that being said, I have a very similar experience with this as you do. I saw this in theaters when it came out. Oh boy. And then I saw it again when it came out on a DVD. I watched it. Me and a bunch of friends watched it, and I I remember being one being completely creeped out about this movie and two thinking like oh this is a perfect horror movie like this is perfect there's no there's nothing wrong with this movie at all i remember thinking that oh wow and i had that and then i watched it uh the only other time i watched it was um i found out amanda really liked that movie and i had the dvd and so like 10 11 12 years ago when we were dating we watched it remember thinking fucking fantastic movie we might not have finished it though because we were dating um but i remember like really really liking it and being like perfect movie super creepy even to this day like we amanda and i um whenever we ask for chapstick (laughs) like that became a thing in our our, our, yeah we we go chapstick well i always somebody always as napoleon dynamite chapstick okay (laughs) no one of us will always go like chapstick if the other one says chapstick (laughs) stupid it's it's been part of our marriage since we were dating. I don't know. So part um, of our marriage since we part, were dating. Yeah, saying, okay, saying does that. that <laughs> <work>? <laughs> been part of our relationship. There we go. Uh-huh. Um, and I will say that I still I do like this movie. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I do too. I, I, I don't. I, I definitely like you said. I picked up on some stuff that was just like there's some cringy stuff in here. There's some. There's some emotional stuff in here that I'm just like, what? Why? Yeah, are, why really is everyone it, being yeah. so emotional? Um, My feelings. Yeah, it's a tad boring, like you said. It it kind of kind of trod plods along at some yeah. points where you're just like, okay, can we do yeah. something now? Um, but it also has some really effectively creepy parts in it. Mm, there's, agree. there's still parts in this movie that make my hair stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you said, it's a very dreary, kind of yeah. cold, sullen kind of movie. Uh, I think it's a good watch for like this month, November, December. That's why when I, when I saw, uh, who who said? Wookiee Smash? Yeah. I saw him post that thing and I was like, you know what? That's like a November, December movie. That's yeah, perfect. It so, definitely works. Because um, it feels cold. Yeah. Yeah. I like the overall writing in this. Although, like you said, there's definitely some stuff that could have been taken out. Yes. Um, and I like how all these weird, unexplainable events and sightings that are happening, they're all interwoven and I enjoy the lore behind the Mothman. Definitely. So I don't like it as much as I did, like nearly as much as I did back then, but I still, I still enjoyed watching it for the most part. Yeah. There was a couple scenes that I'll get to and that we'll get into that I was just like, can we, can we stop this now, please? (laughs) Let's move it along. (laughs) Um, but that's... That's it. Spoilers. Okay. Ahoy hoy. Oh boy boy. Uh, you want to do creepy questions? Wait, Wait not creepy questions. Frightening facts. Frightening facts. Sure, bud. Frightening facts. <laughs> All right. Do you have any frightening facts? Um, I just have a bunch of Mothman stuff. Which is cool. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll say a couple things. Lakeshore Entertainment cut $2 million out of the budget just 
days before beginning shooting shooting began and director Mark Pellington was furious having vowed not to make the same concessions that plagued his previous movie Arlington Road did you see that movie no never heard of it but apparently there were some issues okay so they cut some budget and that's rude uh so we already know the movie's based on actual events that occur between November 1966 and December 1967 in Point Pleasant West Virginia yep and the name of the expert on paranormal activity is Leek the reverse of yes. paranormal expert and author of the novel on which the movie was based, John A. Keel. So those are my <laughs> just movie fun facts. That's There's fun. really not a lot. I knew that though. I was reading a bunch of history. I was like, Leek, why does it sound familiar? And then I looked back. And I went back and like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's him. Um, okay, so this this movie is other than like the characters, um, the events that happen in this movie, uh, most of them like actually happened. Well, not actually happened. Uh, some of them were hoaxes, but like mm-hmm. yeah. like the sightings and stuff were real. Like yeah. people did on November fifteenth, nineteen sixty six. Two young couples from Point Pleasant uh, told police they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glows, glowed red when the car's li- headlights picked it up. Um, they described it as a large flying man with ten foot wings following their car, and a bunch of people saw this thing and claimed to have seen it between what, what were the years nineteen sixty six and sixty seven. And then the Silver Bridge did collapse and the sighting mm-hmm. stopped. So all that stuff happened. Um, what the thing they were seeing, other than the hoaxes, because a bunch of them turned out to be hoaxes. Yeah, of course. Um, there's one other thing that a lot of people think that it was. Um, a lot of people thought it was a bird called the Sandhill Crane, mm-hmm. which is a large American crane, almost as tall as a man with a seven foot wingspan. Jeez Louise. Featuring circle of circles of reddish coloring around the eyes oh those are cute yeah they're gigantic birds yes and they're not native to that that uh area oh dude those are huge and what the biologists think that like it's possible that like it got it got uh, i got off its migration route and Mm -hmm. ended there somehow for some reason it was flying around so um i like that theory yeah but like all of the sightings and all the stuff that happened is real Mm -hmm. um 46 people died not 36 though I think. Yeah. Right? So yeah. where'd it go? Cloud yeah, forty six. So they changed that fact. Probably out of respect, maybe. I I don't know. I don't maybe know. just to make it I don't know. Um yeah, the incident gave rise to the legend and connected the Mothman sightings to the bridge. And um the sightings he says at one point like uh, like there were a hundred sightings around Chernobyl. That's true. Mm-hmm. And the, the there are sightings of weird shit like this. Of course, yeah. Um whenever there's tragedy. And that part of it is true. It's most likely explainable. Mm-hmm. I don't really subscribe to a lot of stuff. I don't believe it, but you're not a cryptid. I th- I think that stuff is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's really really interesting. But you but, need to see it. But to no, it. I don't believe there's a Loch Ness monster. <gasps> I don't believe there's Sasquatch. How dare you? I don't believe there's Mothmen flying around. I don't believe there's a Jersey Devil. It's fun and interesting to read about it. Yeah, and like, I want to believe. Listen to people's stories. Yeah, like I want to believe. I really do. But I just, I need, you need more evidence. If there's something actually out there, we would have seen it. Like, but what about all the pictures? That, that They're all explainable. Okay, fine. No, I need, I need evidence before I'm going to say anything. Um, but yeah, that's it. Around the mouth, man. I'm sure there's tons of, tons of other oh, yeah. stuff about it, but I didn't really go that deep into it. I do think it's interesting though. And creepy. Um, all right. Cool. Any more? No, that's all I got. Okay. What to like? All right. 
Um, I love the opening credits. They're so 2002. Yes. The flashing, you know, <laughs> shots and the music. and oof. It's funny that like in like during that time, we didn't. We, we didn't recognize it as a thing. It was just like, yeah, it's just what movies look like. Yeah. That's just what, and now we're going back and we're like, Ooh, the, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, wow, that looks terrible. Well, it doesn't look terrible. It, yeah, just, it's just kinda, it just looks dated. It's funny. Uh, so there's definitely some feeling of dread and paranoia, like even from the beginning, like you could tell something bad was going to happen when they were driving after just buying that house. You yeah. Know, you have a sense of doom. Yeah. I do like that. It's a good start. Uh, sense of doom. Some of the things I like are also like questionable things. Like okay. when he was like, she knew she was drawing, she knew she was drawing angels. Like, sir, what kind of angels have you seen? <laughs> like opening the, like the demonic looking moth. Well, he wasn't drawing. real. I don't think that that guy. I know that was pretty much implied. Because then, because then they showed him like, like the, the way that he was standing yeah. in the door, and then they showed the cave. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know though. I thought it was goofy. I'm like, what kind of <laughs> what kind of angels have you seen? That's kind of a nitpick. But I don't know. No, I liked it though because I was like, okay, well, hmm. I don't know. I like when things start to get questionable, and you can't trust the main character's narrative. He starts blacking out, yeah. showing up at this guy's house, and then like that was so sudden, you don't even know who to believe. I love that so much. I, I know. just think it's so interesting. Like, holy shit! How yes. did that happen? Like you're losing time. Anything could happen. So I do like that a lot. Um, so the two kids. Well, teenagers making out. So Mothman is a peeping Tom pervert confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> peeping Mothman. Yes. I thought that. I don't know. I like that. That was funny. Um, the Ingrid Cold. Uh, first off, I hate the name Ingrid oh, Cold. Oh, I was going to bring that up. When, what, that. What's not to like? I couldn't stand. They they kept repeating the name. Yeah, and I was it like, oh. It's got to be like an anagram or something. I don't know. It has to be. But there has I'm to too, be something behind it. I'm too lazy to. Ingrid Cold. Yes. That's such a I liked his cold calls. Those were fun. His cold calls. <laughs> <laughs> they were creepy. <laughs> Ingrid Cold Calls. Oh, that made me chortle. <laughs> So I thought those were creepy. Um, cold calls. I like the stuff that's happened when the bridge you is like. You would say that. Yes. I, I wrote it down like that on purpose. <laughs> I needed it. This that's... is a cold call. <laughs> All right. On the bridge, what? I like the stuff when it starts going down the bridge and like everything's like coming apart and you like see like the yes. thing snap. And I was like, yeah, we're doing something. Woo -woo. It's cool. It's scary. I'll bring that back up when we're in what's not to like. Yeah. But. That's it for me. Okay. Sorry. That's not very much at all. I still like the movie. Don't get me wrong. It's um, just, you know. I would just like... Okay, so it's my turn? Yes, sir. I would just like to profess my love for Laura Lenny. I think she's a beautiful woman. I think she's a great actor. What else has she been she's in? Very talented. Um, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Name one thing without looking it up. She was in a movie with... Uh, with um, what's his name? I don't know. He played in that 70s oh, show. Oh, she's in the Ozark TV series, but I never watched it what's that dude's name which he, one he played foreman and on that 70s show what oh the, uh, the, uh, topher know. grace yes yeah topher she's in a movie with him uh where she's like his his like professor or something and they're like having sex Ooh, they're having this relationship they're having sex because he looks like some some guy that she used to be in love with that yes. died i don't know it's um, a weird movie that's creepy but i yeah okay that's fair but she is wonderful lover yes. had a huge crush on her when i was in my 20s um, so 40 anyway. years ago. So, so 57 years ago. <laughs> you said it. Fuck I only you. said 40. Fuck you. Um, and yeah, like you were saying, I love the whole thing where he loses time and you can't figure out. Yeah, that's, that stuff's really cool. I won't say all that stuff again. Um, and my absolute favorite scene is where he first talks to... Is it Ingrid or... Because in, I have Ingrid written down here. Ingrid, I thought it was. Is it Ingrid or Ingrid? Ingrid. Either way, it's stupid. Um, 
my very favorite scene is where he's uh, predicting everything Richard Gere is doing, the whole chapstick thing. When he asks him where his watch is, he takes off his watch and puts yeah. it under the shoe. Under the and he bed. Said, and he said, in your shoe, under the bed. The first time I saw this, right, you're like, oh, I God. was like starting to hyperventilate. I was like, oh my God, this is so, so fucking creepy, scary. This yes. is so, and it's his voice mm-hmm. where it's got like those weird pitch. Well, apparently that's the things. director's voice with an okay. effect. So that's cool. It's high pitched and it's low pitched at the same time. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. It's so, they did such a good job on that voice and making it sound weird. And all the stuff around the voice not being human mm-hmm. when he takes the recordings. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's, it's, as best we could tell, it's some type of electrical impulse. Which is I cool, I thought that yeah. was very cool. I really, really liked um, when he went to talk to the professor guy and we get to hear about all the, the lore and stuff behind the Mothman. I thought that that guy was a really good actor. Yeah. And I liked that whole kind of... It was oh, yeah. It was kind of an exposition Leak. dump. Professor but like, yeah. But I liked... I really liked that. I thought that was really cool and he's finding everything yeah. out. Um, it was a really cool explanation for like everything that was going on. I dug it. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Not bad. Let's get into what we don't like. It would it would just be me going over like every weird thing that yeah. happened in the movie. Like I like this. I like that weird thing. I like well, this weird thing. Well, there's a lot of creepy stuff that we enjoyed, but yeah. you, you get the point. So, not What's to like. What's not to like? All right. I'm going to just say it again. (laughs) I actually don't. I don't. But this is a long ass fucking movie. I'm going to just reiterate that. Especially for 2002. It's two hours. Jesus, Louises, Papa Jesus. It felt longer. (laughs) And I just want to say, I don't like long movies. I'm boring. We know. (laughs) (laughs) So look, I know what they're doing with the sound effects, but that annoying womp sound. Womp. It was like a. It's like really loud. I don't remember. It was just part of the score. Oh, I probably didn't just notice. It was just annoying. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So the beginning of the movie, he says on the phone, I didn't get that spelling. Oh, it's with a Y for the name Mary. Like, come on, bruh. It's Mary. <laughs> Look, I know I nitpick and this is one of those. <laughs> I didn't get the spelling. Oh, it's with a Y. Do you know a lot of women that spell Mary without a Y? <laughs> Maybe. I-E. That's Marie. R-R-I-E. But come that's on. Marie. Well, come on. Mary. Mary. So that was just a nitpick. I was just like, sir, you're, <laughs> you're serious right now? Yeah. I mean, question the A if you're going to question anything. Yeah. Because you never know. <laughs> so <laughs> the CGI during the car crash, like behind their heads when they're like talking. I know it was the other two, but it wasn't great. And it was car distracting. What, in the beginning, the first car crash. Oh, yeah. It or wasn't, whatever. It wasn't great. It was very distracting to me yeah. for some reason. Like just the movements of the like outside behind their heads. Like it was just oh. like. Oh, you're talking about something else. Uh, no, I, like the. I didn't really notice that. And then like that red Mothman CGI. That's too. what I was talking about. No, that, that like happened. Yeah. That, that didn't look great. It didn't. And it, it just doesn't do it for me anymore i don't know yeah. that could have been better and then there's also the way you're not wrong the way they would like segue from a scene to a scene and it'd be like oh a flash or it'd be like oh yes, yeah, zoom in did, with the red and they then, did that a lot yeah so i got and I there was it. a lot of like out of focus and then like pulling it yeah. back to see the scene i try to like give it like you know benefit of the doubt because it really is 2002 and yeah. they took like a bunch of their budget away right before they started okay. so maybe that was Can't a part work, of it could have been better yeah so that's actually it for me like I said, this movie is enjoyable. It's just these little things that drive me crazy now that I have to look, you know, analyze movies. I understand. So, please. Um, I know that I said I like all the creepy weird events that keep that keep happening. And I really genuinely do. I like the stuff that happens with Will Patton mm-hmm. and how, you know, people are seeing these things. But there there is a point 
where I'm like, enough already. Yes. Can we stop? Yes. Just get to whatever's going to happen. What's the tragedy going to be? Who's going to die? Just get to it. And I think it's right around when Will Patton dies. They find Will Patton dead. Yeah, which, outside. Which, why? Yeah. Why would the Mothman make him do that? There wouldn't that, really be. Like, yeah. well, that's, there's no point to that. They're just trying to make him more menacing and yeah, sinister I, I than guess. he really, the history really was, apparently. And then after that, Laura Linney sees Gear's wife at the station. I was just like, come on, be yeah. done. And then he goes home and he's like, you're going to, and then he gets that message from Sarah. Yeah. And like, then he goes home and he gets called by Sarah. It's like, what? could possibly be the motivation of the mothman doing these things like Seriously. at that point at that point it's like they're just fucking with yeah. you that's oh, all they're he's doing a little, he's a rascal yeah he's it, a rascal that, that's all that, that, that's all he's Tom doing pervert, PB- <laughs> rascal that mothman is a rascal he sure is he is a he's a piece of work <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like that, essentially that's what he's doing towards the end is he's just fucking with richard gear yeah. for no reason there's no reason any to, to do any of this it's our viewing pleasure yeah i don't know and yeah and it just has it like it en- ends up getting to a point where like the messages and the 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 talking to injured cold and like doing all this stuff it doesn't have anything to do any anymore with the tragedy it's yeah the, the other stuff like there's going to be great tragedy on the river ohio um and you know the, he's getting a little these little tiny messages like i get that like they're they're uh you know the they're there because something bad's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but then eventually that that something bad is gonna happen is gone, and like it keeps saying, they're just they're just giving right. Richard Gere a hard time. Um, yeah, I, okay. Uh, I also want to talk about like the over the cringy, over the top emotions in yes, this movie. Yes, and there are so many sob stories. Uh, when Laura Linney is describing her dream, I fucking wake hated up it. number thirty-seven. She starts crying. Why yeah. are you crying? It's a dream. She cried a lot. Shit, like uh, there's no reason for also, her. Also, to- why were the everyone so close all of a sudden? Her Richard Gere was friends with everybody now. Oh yeah, he was, hey, like, was like he was like a staple in that town yeah. immediately. Bone in that lady and best friends with. Well, they never actually had sex. I don't know. We didn't see them have sex, but I feel like it was implied. I feel like it was implied that they were. I thought they were falling in love. I didn't think that. Grossy. Disgusting. But I agree. Her too emotional. Her dream was annoying. Even when I saw this back then, I'm like, why are you crying about talking about a dream that you had? It's weird. Um, The whole conversation between uh, Richard Gere and Laura Linney. when she's telling him to come to Ohio for Christmas, that whole scene where he's on the phone with her and she's like, you, you shouldn't be alone. And no matter what injured cold says, you yeah. should. I hate that scene. It's so awkward and so weird. And she's like, yes, you can. You can come over. You can come back. And he's like, yeah. no, I got to stay here. And he starts blubbering like a baby on the phone. Like too much, dude. Like, dude, dial it back. <laughs> I, I'm not here for this. Like, maybe I they're don't... implying the Mothman's messing with all their emotions and everyone's on edge. I but... think it's just bad writing and and probably. probably bad directing. I would think because like Richard Gere is, a, despite what you think about him, he's a really good actor, and so is Laura Linney. Okay, but did anyone ask the gerbil about the acting? <laughs> Thought we weren't talking about the gerbil. <laughs> like to address the gerbil in Richard Gere's ass. Um, Gross. Um, but yeah, he starts crying like ugly crying where it's like i miss her so much (laughs) and it's like oh my god but he's already moving on Uh, meatball didn't like my crying or someone's here no no it's definitely me (laughs) i'm not really crying meatball i'm okay he says he's gonna give you a reason to cry (laughs) um 
Yeah, I just did some some of the weird emotional directions in this movie. I just I thought were yeah cringy and, and then like also he's crying about his like deceased wife and he's already pretty much moving on though with yeah. laura linney like yeah it's like i don't know man uh, you, i don't feel you your o- emotions are you over the death of your wife or not um because yeah you, I, I don't know it doesn't really make that much sense to me yeah. but whatever it's it's not it didn't i didn't hate it like it didn't make me hate the movie it's of just course like, it's kind of annoying um, and you mentioned you liked the ending bridge scene. I like some of it. I felt like it was drawn way the fuck out. It was to the point where it was frustrating. It's like, everyone get out of your cars. Get out of your cars. Richard Gere, yeah. run to Laura Linney. Oh, yeah, just he's get a hero. Her. And it's like he takes forever to get across the bridge yeah. to her. It, t- it feel like it took him like 10 minutes to get down there. And the bridge is like slowly collapsing. Yeah. And, and it's just taking too much time, I thought. And to the point where I was getting frustrated. Okay. Like, I, it's like, uh, come on, wrap it up. Like, fall in the water. Everybody die. Let's get, <laughs> let's get over this. Um, yeah. Okay. That's oh, fair. I had one more thing, which I I was like, didn't understand. Gear is going crazy towards the end of this, mm-hmm. and right before he goes to Washington, um, he's yelling at Laura Linney to stay home. He's like, you're not going out there. Like, you're not allowed. Like, oh. you need to stay home okay, today. Sir. And he's like, you remember when he's in yeah. like her house and he's like, yeah. yelling at her, and at one point he like grabs her arm. I was like, dude, yeah. calm the fuck down. Like, she should have pulled her gun on him. Right. <laughs> but she doesn't really do anything about it. I was like, dude, this dude is way out of line right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that was weird. And too much. Like, just there was there were scenes in this movie that were just too much. And, but we didn't even need that scene. No, we didn't. Like, that's the problem. No, we didn't need... We didn't need any of the Richard Gere wife coming back to life stuff. Yeah. We didn't need her. The after effect of that guy dying. We don't yeah. need any of that. Like his, the guy's wife. And then just, we just move it on. Yeah. That whole scene where like his wife was at the station and talked to Laura yeah. Lenny. It's just at that point, it was like, I don't move on. Like, let's get to the end. Yeah. But anyway, all that being said, I still like this movie. Of course. And enjoy it. But I, but like you this said, this is too, our job. We yeah, are. Yeah. But like you said, I probably won't watch it again for a long time. Yeah, I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait until I forget that it's so long. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, this movie's not yeah, too long. Yeah, I haven't seen this in a while. Hmm. Fast forward some of those parts. Yeah, I think that's the case now. Okay. If you don't have anything else, we can do, I do not. creepy questions. Do you have any questions? I actually questions? don't because you already answered that you don't believe in crypto. Oh, so. that was going to be my question oh. too. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't have any evidence, but I want to believe. But I also don't believe in ghosts, so I feel like I can't believe... Yeah. Uh, i guess maybe i don't know honestly yeah, kinda, i need more i think ghosts evidence i think ghosts are on a different level yeah. cryptozoology is like th- these m- things that yeah. could possibly exist and ghosts, I, I might believe a chubacabra, chubacabra maybe like a just like a deformed animal yeah like or an like animal a hybrid or yeah something. cryptozoology is on a different but, thing ghosts is a whole other yeah. thing ghosts is something like that can't that can't exist in reality like a Sasquatch, like some giant half gorilla, half yeah. man, half something I else. Think that could it could possibly. A man, bear, pig, half man, man bear, half bear, half man pig. pig. <laughs> yeah. Member pig is real. <laughs> Excelsior. <I> <laughs> so overall, I'm on the fence. Like I want to because it's really cool, but I just honestly would need more evidence and proof. Yeah. Some of it's fascinating and some of it's a lot of fun, but yeah, I don't really, I'm, I'm with you. That was a boring, creepy question segment. That's all right. Uh, freaky favorites. Freaky, 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 favorite, favorite, favorite. Oh, we got the little scrappies again. I'll take care of that. Don't worry about it. 
Uh, your favorite kill? Uh, it's it, really not is, that type of movie. Is there? So I'm going to say like those 99 people in that plane crash. Like, damn. Damn. Yeah, that was your yeah. favorite. You I mean, I try to get as much as possible or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, not really that kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's really not. That was kind of tough. Um, mine was the gerbil. <laughs> wait, that I'm what? sure is dead by now. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was like, wait, I didn't see a gerbil. I didn't see no gerbil. No, you didn't. That's it, fucked up. It was hidden. No. <laughs> this isn't gonna be that funny. That was the emotion. This isn't gonna be funny. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta make sure. I feel like we're not. It's not. It can't be him. Richard Gear Gerbil. Stop. Richard Gere gerbil story. It is him. The definitive history and fact check. Story goes like this. Richard Gordon. Richard Gere once got a gerbil stuck up his ass and then had to go to the ER to get it removed. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but is it true? Um, uh, of course, you know the story. It's one of the most, uh, the way the rumor about Prince getting his ribs removed to suck his own dick eventually became I thought became that was Marilyn Manson. It eventually became Marilyn Manson rumor. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, okay, so I was right. It is Richard Gere, and it, I, I do believe that it was Sylvester Stallone was accused because they had some feud. Yeah, they didn't like each other so at all. So he probably was just talking. Like, yeah, he probably was just, oh yeah, I heard, I heard he shoves gerbils up his ass. Like that was the worst impression. <laughs> and then I know, sorry, but that's what you get. All right, that's fair. So the gerbils, the death. Ger okay, <laughs> wow, um, good one, buddy. Okay, favorite character. Uh, the moth fella because he just came to stir shit up and then bounce out of there. What a rascal! <laughs> yeah. What a creepy peeping tom rascal. Yep. Yep. Quite the character. A crank yanker too. A crank yanker. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to make the crank calls. <laughs> what well, about that's you? That's basically what yeah, he was doing. He was. <laughs> oh, this is this is injured. This is injured Cole and also he's the, your refrigerator running. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not. <laughs> what it's I do, not. do you remember that joke? That Brian Regan <laughs> joke? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's funny. I was I was about to say something. Now I forgot. Sorry. Yeah. You can tell me who your favorite character is. I can. Connie. Uh, of course. Laura Linney. Love yes, her. Yes, got it. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I was going to bring something up. Was it about crank yankers? The cranky uh, yankees? Crank calls. The yankee crankies? I the guess. hanky oh, oh, I was going to talk about how, like, the explanation for like like when he was talking to leak mm -hmm. and he was like he was leak was like you want to know why you and he goes uh you noticed them and they noticed you noticing oh. them and it, uh, that was kind of a i don't know i was like eh, okay all right wow this I, is a, I can't believe you're bringing this up I don't know, it's just a silly i don't know because you said the crank calls and it was like gotcha. why you're, like you're right like you why answered the phone why were they do yeah exactly they're calling you because you answered like get the fuck out of here because it's, you were home it's dumb oh yeah because you were home <laughs> you know the very first time i saw that movie i thought she said because you are a home oh and then the movie ended i was like wait what? they what are is that i saw that theater mean I didn't see it in theaters. I love that movie. Just the first one. The second one was oh, trash. Oh, second yes. one was hot trash. And anyone's wondering, we're talking about The Strangers. People. And The Strangers Pray at pray Night. Pray at Night. Yeah. That came out recently, like a year or two ago, didn't it? It was a couple years. It's, was it? Time's been flying by. Yeah. I guess so. It was like 2019, I think. That movie trash. was... And people love that. Even though it had Christina Hendricks' yes. big old titty oh, bitties. Christina the, Hendricks. Oh. She's a babe. She is, she is more than a babe. Yeah. Perfect. That chick. Ooh. Oh, I don't even Anyways, want to talk about her. Stop it. We're I'm all getting, getting boners getting right now. Flustered. <laughs> that woman. He's going to chortle over here. <laughs> chortle <laughs> all over the place. Chortle. 
<laughs> Anyways, moving on. All Who's right. your favorite character? Oh, we did uh, yeah. that. Favorite quote. Okay, so uh, Richard Gere says, I think we can assume that these entities are more advanced than us. Why don't they just come right out and tell us what's on their minds? And uh, Professor Leak or whatever says, you're more advanced than a cockroach. Have you ever tried yeah. explaining yourself to one of them? Yeah. And I know that was pretty clever. Yeah, that's kind of a cool line. I like that line. Um, uh, my favorite line was, uh, Connie, oh, yeah, I grew up right <laughs> over that hill. John Klein on a farm. Connie, shucks, no, real life house, indoor plumbing and everything. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then John Klein goes, sorry. <laughs> and Connie goes, we even had shoes for church and oh, school and stuff. Love it. <laughs> I love that line. It's so funny. What, you just closed your computer. Are we done? Oh, uh, yeah. We pretty is much covered end, everything. Is this the end of the episode? You will make it home before your wife has to go to work, so you will not be in trouble. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everyone, yes. to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, uh, and we hope that we didn't make any Mothman Prophecy fans angry. But, or we hope we do. Let or, us know about it. Or actually, yeah, we don't really care. Just, oh, my no, just kidding. God. Uh, you can find us wherever you find your podcast and wherever you are listening you should rate, review, subscribe, share you can find us on the internet the internet place uh, social medias Instagram and Facebook at Sacred Cinema and you can email us for Sacred Cinema Podcast at gmail.com and you totally should yeah. drop us a line somewhere let us know what you think of the show uh, suggest movies and all of that good stuff we will talk to you guys next week bye, bye.